Witchcraft Texas style. Here with us is Christina Ayala, better known as Umpress Bitch. Hi, Christina. I mean, Umpress Bitch. Empress Bitch, because I am the Empress of all bitches. Yes. There we go. Okay. So, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? So, sure. Yeah. So, I'm an old, old bitch. Uh, I've been in the Austin Pagan community for about 25, 30 years, fucking long time. But um, I was raised curandera um, by my grandmother. So I have a, a strong healer background, um, mostly dealing with herbalism, tarot, that kind of thing. Uh, I've been reading tarot since the age of nine, a really, really long time. Um, I am, I believe strongly in the education of the younger generation. So I do uh, a lot of, of occult, lecturing with colleges in Central Texas. Um, I've been the director of the Austin Pagan Pride Project. Uh, I've been in the Austin American Statesman for that. Um, I am a big proponent of pagan rights and pagan education here in Central Texas. That is amazing. Oh my goodness. I feel like I should be paying you. People do pay me, but like <laughs> in the sheets and not the sheets. Uh, so <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's what it is. Once you, once you realize that, uh, one of the jobs of being a pagan is being a steward of the earth, that part, part of that is dealing with your community, you know, like taking care of them, making sure that the community doesn't die out. Like it's happening, like, like what's happening to Christianity. Yeah, a lot of people, that is true. I have been seeing it die out, but a lot of it, I don't think is dying out because of people and not supporting because believe me in the churches their support they have support from the state they have support from other stuff and i'm pretty sure i have a lot of angry members family members that would tell me that jesus is everything and which of course it should be to them because that's their religion but there's a huge uptick in people living leaving christianity for neo-paganism and if the support was really there and if the teachings were really supporting what Jesus Christ was about, yeah. we wouldn't see that much just people leaving the church for paganism. For either agnosticism, where they're not believing in anything beyond an amorphous ideal, um, but just going directly to neo-paganism and new aging. Yeah. Um, I mean, just take a look at TikTok. Oh yeah, witch talk. Witch you know, talk is huge on TikTok. That's crazy. That that shouldn't. Uh, and the edu and strangely enough, I mean, I've I've audited some of those people, and the education that they're providing is not that bad. Uh, some of it is not that great, but a lot of it's accurate. Not that bad. People who are actually doing the work of looking their shit up instead of just, you know. Reading well, reading one book and deciding that they're a high priestess of the fluffy bunnies. That, no, you need to put in more bunny work. Yeah, the there's a little bit more bunny work and painting of eggs. Yeah. Says the person who just left Ostara behind. Wow. Okay. Well, that's amazing. And so, speaking of that, let's go ahead and talk about getting started witchcraft. So getting it started in witchcraft is 
first of all, remember, you don't have to have every little trinket out there. You don't have to have every single herb before you crack open a book. You need you. The witch, the power of the witch is within. It's not in the herbs that you have. Those things help you because they attract the attention of your inner child. So to be a real witch, basically you need to acknowledge your power, direct your power, and don't doubt your power. That's it. That is it. That is all you need to be a real witch. Everything else, the stones, the herbs, the candles, those are tricks that you're using to make yourself believe in yourself, to make yourself find a direction, to make yourself do something physical in the physical realm to trigger action in the spiritual realm. So when I tell, when people ask me like, Christina, where do I start? Start with what you take into your body, okay? The food that you take into your body, your coffee, your tea, the rice, the toast, whatever, mm -hmm. start there. Um, if you, if you, I'm gonna give you a weird example. If you like pumpkin, pumpkin spice, okay. right? I'm, I'm a lover of the PSL, right? I love me a PSL just as much as the next girl, but there, I know why. I know why, because the spices in pumpkin spice mm -hmm. are things that help with my blood circulation. Yes. Ginger. Uh, help with um, inflammation, clove, cinnamon. Help with um, my uh, the activities in my uh, the the activity in my brain. Allspice. All those things are things that make me feel better. Yeah. But the reason why is multifaceted. It's not just because it's it's easy and convenient and with my coffee, right? It's also because those herbs, those spices are inherent. They inherently have those characteristics. So um, one of the things I tell people is like, in the morning, we hate doing things in the morning. I myself hate doing things in the morning, but there's things that you do in the morning every single day, right? Like you get up, you take a shower, take a shower with intention. Yes, you're washing your hair, but you're starting at your head, right? So I want you to start envisioning, instead of it just being water, it's cleansing liquid. It's cleansing your aura. It's cleansing you to start with the fresh new foundation for the day. That's really deep. Right? It's just a shower. It's just a shower. Yeah. But, uh, and you're not, you're not casting a circle. You're not 13 witches in a round. You're not doing a spiral dance. You're not, you know, shaking some bones at a rock or anything. You're standing alone and you're making it sacred, right? What if you're not alone, though? I mean, if you're not alone, have that motherfucker help, <laughs> right? Yep. Lay on some hands, motherfucker. I need these boobs shiny, right? Yeah. So, but like, I mean, one of the things that I do every morning when I get up, yeah. before I even pee, ladies and we know how important that first P is is I tell myself today is going to be great even if the only thing I do great is give my dog pets even if the only thing I do great is that one load of laundry and I forget the second load oh well, well. I'm gonna do one thing great even if it's just laying down in bed, I'm gonna do it great. 
I'm gonna do it fantastic. That's one of my rituals. It's one of the things that I do. Uh, taking a shower, going and making my coffee. Uh, if I if it's you know if it's waning moon and I need a little bit more juice, clockwise. I stir my coffee clockwise. If if it's waxing moon or and or I need I need to you know reduce my anxiety level, counterclockwise. Counterclockwise. If I'm cooking for my friends, um, we were just talking about this. I stand in the stork pose. I like to in the stork pose is one foot flat on the ground and the other one brought up and with your foot your um the sole of your foot resting against your knee basically making a four with your legs um and this just makes me concentrate it makes me acknowledge that what i'm doing is something sacred it's something special i am trying to feed and give sucker to my friends my family whatever I'm making a conscious decision that I'm not going to be angry right now. I'm not going to be sad. I am going to think about why I'm doing this thing. I'm doing this thing because my family deserves a happy meal. They deserve... Exactly. They need my love, affection, and care. So I just, instead of just slapping some bologna on some on some bread right hey hey <laughs> i you know i put some mustard on it and i put it in a pentacle to protect that person it doesn't have to be fancy i don't have to make them a 12 course meal no. if it's cheetos and a bologna sandwich it's cheetos and a bologna sandwich i'm gonna shake that milk <laughs> real well <laughs> So that they know that the chocolate that I'm swirling in. You know what? That one, that's going somewhere. <laughs> okay, like I'm doing, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. But that's that's the beginning. The beginning is kitchen witchcraft, because everyone, everyone has to eat. Everyone has to do things in your home to make it kind for yourself. Even if you're doing a hot pocket in my you, you, you know. Put a put a put a little sriracha on that bitch and say, you know what? I need a little bit more energy. Gotcha. Get that pepper in there. Um, the idea that you make it sacred is the important part. The next thing I tell people is like, if you're still in the closet, make yourself a fake Facebook profile. I know that sounds weird. Yes. This is why. This it is why. <laughs> okay. This is why. If you're in the closet, right? You probably already have a Facebook that your all your friends are on, all your family's on. If you make yourself a fake Facebook profile, yeah. If you if you make yourself a Facebook Facebook fake Facebook profile, you can join all those pagan groups. Eighty nine percent of pagans in the United States are more computer literate than any of the other religions. No, it's very true. You can look it up. Even Jewish people. Even especially Christian people. Because we had to, at a very early time, learn how to obscure our identities. 
and we had to find resources because you couldn't just walk into the library and say, hey, uh, can you tell me where the witch's Bible is? Yeah, she'd look at you weird. She, I mean, I mean, it, yeah, yeah. It, the 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 worst thing, the worst, the the best thing that could happen is that she looked at you weird and just pointed you in the right direction. The worst thing that could happen is that they reported you to your teacher or your parent or your pastor. Or you got banned. Or you got banned. Or I mean, and neutral, right? The neutral thing that could happen is that they didn't even have the books, right? So pagans had to learn at a very early, early age to obscure their identity so they could go online and get those resources. So that's why Witchbox was a huge deal back in the day. Um, the Internet Sacred Archives was still kind of a huge deal. It's one of my favorite places to find weird stuff. Um, I, I mean, that's why that's kind of where the whole witch talk thing started happening. Uh, internet covens was a big deal. Back in the day, AOL chat rooms, you could get into an AOL chat room and you, you know, and it would be just witches from all over the world. Yes. That's where I witch talk started. Name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I was 18 at the time. Anyway, no, I never did that, but maybe. Maybe. But what I'm saying, yes, yeah. you would go in there and you were able to talk to somebody else that was... That explains why I asked my mom for a computer instead of a quinceanera. Uh-huh. Wow. I mean, so many people, the internet was a godsend for people who needed their own community. And the first person I, the first trans person I ever met, and this is just kind of weirdly off topic, but the first trans person I ever met was on the internet. That That's the first, that I, like... I knew it was a possibility and I knew that there were two spirited people out there, but this is the first person who had ever talked to me about that subject and I met them online. Um, and it was an amazing experience, but like, I, I mean, I lived in Texas for a really long, I've lived in Texas for a really long time. So, and I haven't always lived in Austin. (laughs) So the, um, uh, the idea that, you know, I could just, walk down the street and see a dichotomy of people or a plethora of different types of people with different with different backgrounds Mm, not so much but now it's it's amazing how many organizations you can find just on Facebook just on Facebook so make yourself a fake internet profile and just type it in like your city and pagan in the search bar and you're going to see just a huge amount of people who have at least some of the same background as you, have had some of the same thoughts as you, have, have you know, have uh, started their education in paganism just like you. Yeah. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not, I mean, you're special, but you're not like weird special. Like you're not the first person that got a, you know, a piercing down there. You know, you're not yeah. that person. So you are, you, you have a community out there. So don't be scared. If you're in Austin, you can literally type in my name and the word Austin and the first three hits in Google are me. Really? Yep. Shit. Okay. I'm going to have to check that out when I go home today. So, uh, and Google Christina. Google Christina. Now, if you just Google Christina Ayala, this is a really common Hispanic name. Super duper common. You're going to get people all over the place. I have never committed fraud. Okay, so 
Um, but you have to put in that Austin and or else you won't. And you're gonna get Ramona Yana and the No, I'm not. I'm also not related to the super rich Filipino Ayalas, which oh. I wish I was. Um, but yeah, so those are the things that I recommend to people who are in the closet and want and still want to learn and find community. Um, if you're in the closet, public things are obviously going to be off the table, but there's a lot of online stuff where you can obscure your identity. Um, and Frankly, that is the most historically accurate pagan shit is to obscure your identity. Yeah. Right? Um, everyone, uh, most people know that uh, old, old, olden times, olden times, people had a, you know, a Christian name, the name your mom or your dad gave you, and you would have a lady or a lord or mm -hmm. something, another name, your sacred name or your other name or your coven name. So many people call it so many different things. Um, that's why when I introduce myself, I say my name is Christina Ayala. I'm also known as Flamboyan. Um, and a lot of people call me Empress Bitch because those are the names that I'm known by. Um, I am obviously not in the closet. I am so not in the closet. You can probably see me from, from space. Um, I have, you know, were you ever in a point where you were in the closet? No, no, no. Um, so my grandmother raised me as curandera. Yes. So it had a lot of Christian leanings at that time. Um, but my family is a family of women. So I have, I have a brother. That's it. All the rest of the people on my, on, on my, are women. So intuition and magic are i i hate saying this but because i'm a woman i feel biased when i say this um women are better at magic we're more connected to nature our bodies are show connections to the moon constantly um we understand a, i hate saying this but nurturing people and plants and places are things that are traditionally something that women are very good at, right? Um, I'm not saying that men can't be good at it. I'm just saying that so in, far what we've seen, so far what, especially in my family who is very Hispanic, so sorry for the stereotypes. Um, Nurturing, nurturing is a huge part of at least my pagan practice. Um, nurturing not only myself, but like others, the community, my home. Um, for a very long time, people called my house the pagan community center because pagans would just show up all the time, all the time, day or night. Um, it got ridiculous. I eventually sold that house. So if you show up and you're trying to be pagan at my house, Good luck. You're not um, is those... the tree still there, though? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tree still there. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, the next thing that I would recommend for people who are starting, who are not in the closet, is most places have a celebratory circle. So a celebratory circle is basically a sort of organized celebration circle that meets for full moons, sometimes new moons. Uh, for the high and low holidays. So um, 
find your celebratory circle in your area. It, it sometimes is organized by an actual coven. Um, in Austin, there's Austin moon circles. Um, there's the new moon gathering. Um, so join up. There's, there's always a space for a new face. Always a space for a new face. Um, again, I'm going to talk about Austin area because that's, you know, where I've been living for the longest. If you just want to meet pagans and see if it's something that resonates with you, there are a whole bunch of what I call um, philo uh, philosophy discussions all over Austin. There's uh, one, I believe, um, there's the South Austin Pagan Meetup. There's the North Austin Pagan Meetup. Um, there's um, the Meet and Greet at Central Market. There's, uh, and Lord of Mercy, so many witch markets that I can't even tell you how many. Um, tons. tons and tons. There's Austin Pagan Pride Day. There's Austin Witch Fest that just passed. There's lots of ways to find kindred. Um, there's CMA, there, there's ESP. Um, ESP just is looking for a new piece of land. CMA has two campouts where you can camp out uh, for three, uh, th it's like a weekend, it's a weekend camp out. Red Rock, right? So the ESP was in Red Rock. The um, uh, CMA is in, it's technically Cistern is where that is. Um, for anybody that doesn't know what CMA stands for, what does it stand for? It stands for Council of Magical Arts. ESP stands for Earth Spirit Alliance. Earth Spirit People. I think they added Alliance recently. I don't know. People are always changing their names because paganism is an evolving is an evolving religious umbrella, right? Um, when I first started, there was no such thing as a Christian witchcraft. A, a Christian witch. Now, now there is. People, people. And it's been there for a long time, Santeria. It's Santeria. It's Santeria. Um, I mean, like Candoble, those are types of Christianity infused witchcraft. Um, but yeah, I mean, the idea that a trans person could lead a circle that used to be rap, 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 nap, 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 nap. Now, why not? Why not? I mean, there's no reason to exclude a whole entire section of our people just because someone thinks that it is not right. And I mean, there used to be a time where Gardenarian Wicca was the only Wicca. There was the only Wicca. Ever. And you had to get naked every single time. I mean, no. Uh, that's kind of heebie-jeebies to me now. Um, not the fact that I won't get naked, but the um, the idea that it was a white guy, a white old man, trying to tell me to get naked. Ah, okay. So it's just them telling you not to get naked. Yeah, like to, I, get, naked. to get naked. That I was like, bah, bah, bah. Nah, I don't like people telling me what to do, and you're a creepy old white guy. Um, so yeah, um, I mean, I'm, I'm down with being skyclad. It's just uh, with people that I care about and people that I trust and it's intimate. yeah, and it should be, it should be sacred. Yeah, it should be is. sacred. Um, the, but yeah, uh, then again, you know, I go to some of those campouts and tits out, tits out. 
and about watch out watch out for the tits out exactly but the uh, you know conversely there's also gross old man ball sack but Yeah. And for me, I like the feel of silk on my body. I'm a. Uh, I mean, I, it has to be done right. Silk always works. Silk always works. Not silk. And there's different thicknesses of silk. So, um, and some people, you know, they are. I I consider myself a sensualist, like. I love to, I, I hate being hot, but I love the, the feeling of sunshine hitting me. You know what I mean? I'm a sensualist. Um, and it makes me appreciate nature, especially when like it's cold outside and you get that one spot of sunshine. Anyways, I'm getting off topic, but other things that you can do to, to like start your practice, pick a focus. Some people... Some people um, are herbalists. They feel like they are of the healer tradition. So they, you know, they focus on herbalism, massage therapy, that kind of thing. And they'll probably branch out to things like, yeah, medicine mm -hmm. or uh, plants. Uh, yeah, exactly. They'll, they'll start either their own formulary where they gather herbs and essential oils or things like that. That's, you know, that's pretty traditional. Um, there's some people who are crystal workers that only feel that only feel a connection to that. I tell people decide a, on a couple things. One, do you want to bring a god into your practice? Like, do you want to have a patron god, or would you like to pick what kind of pagan you want to be? Do you want to be a healer? Do you want to be an organizer? Do you want to be a guardian or a warrior? What kind of pagan do you want to be? Um, and then, or do you want to just be a pagan student? There are people who are, who get into learning about paganism and just can't ever stop devouring knowledge. One of my, one of my friends, um, I helped convince him to go to UT and get a, a doctorate in black magic. The first doctorate in black magic that UT ever got. There's a doctorate for them? He got it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because um, he lived with me in this house, as a matter of fact, and he was he was fascinated, like over like um, the grimoires of like old popes. Popes used to have grimoires. Really? Oh yeah. The uh, one of the most famous ones is uh, the Pope uh, Pope Honorius. His his grimoire is one of the most famous ones. Yeah. So like when people make that step to Christian Wicca I'm like there's precedent for it already it's just that pagans really like that whole definition of paganism that you know these are earth-based religions that are non-judeo-christian or Islamic in origin because that's a really easy definition for paganism yeah. well we've had to evolve from that because there are some people who really ascribe to you know Jeshua um, 
and really love his teachings and believe that he was a witch. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of evidence to say that Jesus was a witch. Um, so yeah, controversial. it's controversial as fuck. Um, but what other than a witch would turn water into wine and feed so many people with, with so little? Who would want to? A, pay, a witch would. A witch would. A witch would. Um, who would, you know, try to cheat death by looking dead and then coming... Meh, yeah. So, um, zombie Jesus is a thing. Uh, and there are zombie gods out there. So, there's not... There's a precedent for that as well. The... Uh-huh. I actually wanted to ask you... I actually had somebody ask me about... And you know, this was when you were talking about gods and goddesses and what you wanted to incorporate. Mm -hmm. I wanted to go back on that part. Uh, I actually have someone that asked me that said, how do I know mm -hmm. if a certain god or goddess is trying to uh, contact me or if wants me to work with them? Do they choose you? Do you choose them? It's usually a two-way street, right? They usually, okay, you... I'm going to give you my own personal experience. Okay. So I'm a Hispanic, right? So um, the idea that an Irish deity would choose me, kind of weird, but it happened. Um, so I am a devotee of Bridget. Um, she's a Celtic Irish deity of lots of shit. Um, poetry, music, education, magic, uh, the forge. Um, she does a lot of crap. She does a lot of crap. And I think that's why she chose me because I like to know a lot of crap. Okay. So she said, you are mine. And I was like, are you sure? Cause I'm pretty Latino. And she's like, I'm pretty sure get to work. So they choose based on culture or how does that work? Some people get chosen by culture. I was not chosen by culture. I was chosen because I am a healer. And I like to have knowledge and I like to create and I like to sing. I'm really bad at it, but I like it. Um, You're not bad by the way. The, I mean, you haven't heard me, but. I heard you. You don't remember, do you? I do not. Um, Ma'am, we were at your other house with the tree and a certain friend oh, was there with us. Oh, Robert was there. Yeah. Okay. Now I remember. Thank you. Um, I mean, Robert makes anyone sound good. So, to be honest, um, so you built it in a couple by yourself. But so that's why she chose me, and it felt right. It felt right that um, she's a goddess of fire, water, and earth. Yes. And that's very rare in the goddess pantheon, in gods at all. This is what I would tell you. Light a candle and sit with the idea for the time of the candle. So like if you, I would do a seven day candle and just sit with the idea for all seven days. Um, and if you see and, and ask, ask for a sign or some guidance as to why, like as to if this would be a good relationship. Be aware that if you invite that though, and they say yes, you're mine. There's no. 
going back would be very hard. Let me put it that way. There's not a really good delete button for that conversation. <laughs> Okay, so um, I also tell people, look, your first patron, because mm -hmm. usually you, you'll have a couple throughout your life. Yeah. Your first patron very rarely is going to be a dark god. Okay, so like the Morgan, probably not. Lilith. Lilith, probably not. You know, um, Hecate, probably not. Kali, probably not, um, unless you have a lot of trauma that you have to excise from your life, right? Because that's what a dark God is for. If you are, if you know, like if you think that Earth Kagal is calling you, um, first of all, therapy might be a good idea. Um, not because you're crazy, but because if she's calling you, some shit went down. Some shit went down, and you should be talking about that shit as much as possible, not just with her. Oh shit! Yeah, okay. That's true. So, um, your your your. I mean, shadow work is really important. Um, I don't recommend doing that without some of the basics, right? So basics, centering and grounding. Those are basic basics. If you don't know what that is, um, look it up. It's gonna involve meditation. Um, it's gonna involve a little bit of like knowing yourself and knowing what your limits are. Um, and that's a really hard conversation to have with yourself. And a lot of the things that I, that I recommend for new people is having conversations with yourself. Decide what you are first, right? Like, I would never recommend that someone start collecting orchids just randomly, right? Because that's 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 a higher level skill than maybe growing some fucking mint. Right? Yeah. Okay. Rosemary. So exactly. Grow something that will grow in your area. Yeah. Before you go into the exotic shit. Mm -hmm. So same thing. Let's talk about what you are essentially trying to be, and the first steps to do to getting there. And those first steps are almost always the same for everyone. Learn about what you're putting into your body. Care about others in your sphere. You know and have conversations with yourself about what you want out of paganism because paganism is a, a religion of reciprocity right you get out of paganism what you put into it and i'm using paganism a lot because this is kind of true for all the religions under the umbrella of paganism so for wicca candole hoodoo all those things if you put in a certain amount of energy, then you you can expect that energy back. Yeah. But if you half-ass it, if you dabble, you're gonna get that pissy energy right back, right back. And most likely, all your shit will fizzle. But that one thing that you didn't really wanna take off, will take off. <laughs> That's funny because you're not the first person to say that. It's mm -hmm. very interesting. So it's like, it's a cosmic 
Cos the cosmic law and everyone is well, a physics law every everything everything so that's one of the great things about paganism too is that you can correlate it to science yeah. everything in paganism has a correlation so I'm gonna give you an example um, name three things about pagan name three things that you associate with witchcraft any three things doesn't matter Okay, so um, incense, there is a incense out there that's called asafoetida. It's also a spice that you can eat in Indian cuisine um, and it is used for demon exorcism. So three different things. And, and if you said tarot as well, um, if for dark magic, I would, uh, I would use the world card to protect against dark magic, um, and I would use the tower card to destroy dark magic. So everything, that one of the premises of most pagan religions is that everything is interconnected. You and me are connected. So why would I treat you badly if you're just another part of me? Um, me and my neighbor, his dog, the rock that dog just stepped on. We're all connected. So why would I treat you badly? There's um, a philosophy out there. Well, it's like a theory, a soul theory that is, uh, it's called the cosmic egg. So basically what it, me what it says, and I've had people who have asked me like, Christina, when you say that things are interconnected, does that mean that you love everything? And I'm like, I try to. I try to, from this aspect, from this mind, mm -hmm. I try to love everything because I know, I know that somehow we are connected yeah. because I wouldn't, I wouldn't be influenced by you if you, if we weren't connected and I wouldn't be able to influence you if we weren't, right? So, and my, my religion, right? Magic, that's how we influence each other that's influence right so anyways yeah, yeah. so the um, philosophy of the cosmic egg is basically it basically says the reason that you should care about everyone um, is because you are everyone um, this is me experiencing life as Christina but at some point in my life mm -hmm. in my cosmic life okay. I will experience Christina as you and I will experience, I will experience uh, this house as my dog. We are all, we are literally the soul reincarnated into everything. That explains why I think I saw, I don't know if you saw this uh, movie Frozen. There's a character, Olaf. And I think in part two, he talks about how the when you, he takes uh, when you drink water, you are drinking the memories uh -huh. of, of, of snow, yeah. of other waters, mm -hmm. of rain. Yep, that's exactly right. So the theory of the cosmic egg is that once you, you, me, us all, right, mm -hmm. have experienced everything on this little planet, that's when we hit nirvana. 
that's when we become we either evolve into another form we transcend this life we transcend this form into another form godlike angel-like alien-like whatever you want to call it um and then we just start the cycle again with that other as an as an ascended being that that's what that's why the idea of god the father god is the mother makes sense because eventually when we graduate we become god the father god the mother and the fact that it's so familiar mm-hmm. but yet I feel so unfamiliar with the term mm-hmm. I think that's just in my everyday physical anyway and it also like it's one of the reasons that I tell people okay so Hitler is bad right yeah Hitler is bad uh, we hate Hitler um, have you read Hitler's story like his entire story no he was an artist he loved someone so much that he most likely died at her hand. Imagine, imagine hearing that story for the first time. The first time I heard, like I read about Hitler and I heard his story and all that, I, uh, I cried. I cried because I could see myself making some of those choices. I could you saw yourself as that, as Hitler and Hitler as, well, yeah. Like, I could see the reason, like, I mean, there are crazy people out there, but I, I can never say, I, and I will never say that that person, that I could have never made those choices because I know in some life with the right set of circumstances, yeah. I will make those choices. It's very true. It's very true. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heavy shit, but starting your pagan journey, you shouldn't be scared. You are not alone. Someone out there has done exactly the same as you. Um, don't don't stop questioning. Don't stop questioning yourself. Don't think that you won't, that what you think now is what you'll think forever. It's not true. Not true. Not even close to being true. Um, But be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with others. And learn one thing at a time. I would rather have a student that knows everything about bees than little to nothing about everything. Well, with that, we'll go ahead and close. Um, this is an amazing, amazing conversation, and I'm pretty sure that a lot of people are going to take a lot out of this. Um, Christina, I just want to say thank you. You are very amazing, and I can't wait to see or to hear where you're going to be speaking at or what you're going to be doing, and who knows? I think you might be teaching somebody out there already. Well, I hope so. That's, I mean, if you got one thing out of it, I I hope it was something good that leads you to your path. You guys, thank you so much for giving me some of your time. Bye. Bye. A witchy box helps me while I'm on the go. At Ink Goddess Creations, Morgan has built boxes for adult witches 
and we witches. Yes, for children. Every month she donates a portion of the sales and you can also apply for wholesale for your business needs. Again, it's uh, Ink Goddess Creations and I'll go ahead and post links. Thank you.